Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. On this episode of the podcast, we will be going over MLB postseason predictions and some of the other guys that are recording without me. I have no idea what it's about, but we're going to hear from them. Rodrigo, how would you like to describe the Texans game? Watching the Texans game, it was embarrassing to be a Texans fan watching that game. They did not only lose, they looked absolutely terrible. And I could get on the Texans for the terrible timeout management at the end of the game. Or I could get on the Texans for calling a play that was literally used by the Giants against the Panthers the year before on first and 10 in the red zone. And, or I could get on J.J. Watt for forgetting how to sack a quarterback and letting Kyle Allen go right by him and get the first down to seal the game. But no. Instead, I think there is a more serious concern, and this is the play of Deshaun Watson. And there is a trend. Lately, Deshaun Watson has performed very bad at home. And one of the things that, that I criticized Deshaun Watson most for last year was his inability to make reads and go into his second read and make intermediate throws. And I think you saw that yesterday. He was looking at his first read, and then he would try to scramble around when he had guys wide open down the middle of the field. But the thing is, he is not willing to make those throws. A lot of people are banging on the offensive line, and especially people for NFL.com or ESPN who are saying, oh, well, Deshaun Watson got sacked six times again. I would be willing to bet that all, if not most of those sacks, were all on him. It was him holding on to the ball for way too long. In the NFL, if you get sacked after six seconds, that's not your old line's fault. That's either the coverage is perfect, which it was not, or you just have to make a decision quicker than he's making. Pro Football Focus recently came out with with an article with the weaknesses for all 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Deshaun Watson's was intermediate accuracy, and I quote, Watson's accuracy on passes targeted between 10 and 19 yards downfield is certainly a glaring concern. Since the beginning of the 2018 season, Watson ranks just 36 among quarterbacks to attempt at least 25 passes to the intermediate area of the field, throwing an accurate pass on just 43% of his attempts. This means that when he is throwing the ball into tight windows, when his first read isn't there, he is not he is either not willing to throw it down the field, which is why he gets sacked, or he is forcing it down the field. And since you know, one of Deshaun Watson's biggest concerns coming out of college was his accuracy. There were no questions about his intangibles, his mobility, his deep balls. But that accuracy, that is coming to play again. He can simply not make the throws in the tight windows that an NFL quarterback needs to make. There were several throws that he was just missing by a lot, and an NFL quarterback should not miss those throws. I thought Deshaun had improved this aspect of his game last year, from last year to this year, but clearly I was wrong. This is something he needs to fix. I was happy to see him working out after the game, but he, most of the credit of this loss should be placed on his shoulders. There is no way you should lose a home game against a good defense. Not a great defense, but an okay, 
to good defense, but when your defense only allows them to score 16 points. I completely agree to decision-making, his time in the pocket that he takes. He's, he took way too long uh, on a all those sacks pretty much were on him except for maybe one because he just did not get the ball out. Now, I don't necessarily agree that his accuracy is not there. I think it's more of a decision-making uh, issue with Deshaun because I think he's shown great touch uh, and, and accuracy throughout different points of the season uh, throwing the ball. I think another thing that really impacted the Texans was not connecting on the big plays downfield. And I think that missed those. Th- those throws, those were open. You can't miss those. If we hit those, we, we should have been winning the game. We should have, probably should have won the game 24-13, right? But 27-13 probably if Fairbairn doesn't miss the field goal. And I think those big plays that you don't hit, at least one of them you have to hit because they come back to cost you in the end. And we could move. We were moving the ball okay, but I don't think the Texans' offense is reliable enough to not have those chunk plays on drives. You want to go? Okay. Well, I, I think you make your point is taken, but clearly, I think that this does have to do a part with Deshaun's accuracy. I mean, the throw to Will Fuller. Will Fuller did stop running as fast once he I, saw I think the ball. Yeah, that one was on Fuller. That one was on Fuller. Was on Hopkins Hopkins was on Deshaun. That's just wide open. Yeah. In the NFL, that's a throw you have to make. There was one, I believe, in the fourth quarter where it's just a simple out route, just misses the guy. I think, yes, it it's both his decision making and his accuracy, which can play a part into why he's I struggled so far. At home, and it's funny because normally quarterbacks do better at home than they do on the road. But it's been pretty much the opposite this year for Deshaun Watson. I agree. I think I'm not saying I don't think he's exceptional throwing the ball in the, with those intermediate throws. I will say though that if he cleans up his decision making, maybe like not taking those sacks and just getting the ball, like just throwing the ball away and not taking those negative plays, I think the offense would run a lot smoother. Because I think we get we get enough yards on throws to be able to. We get enough yards on throws to be able to pick up first, uh, you know, just regular first and tens. I don't think we can take those negative plays. And now we'll transition to the Cowboys Saints Sunday night defensive thriller. Murr, what are your first thoughts? Well, I think the biggest takeaway from the game is that the Cowboys offense got exposed. They were not able to move the ball against the Saints very well at all. Uh, clearly, if they're going to want to win a Super Bowl, they're going to have to do better than that. The Saints defense, it's fine. It's pretty good. But a lot of their big players just got shut down. Amari Cooper, uh, absolutely, it was a non-factor in the game. Uh, Dak, I think, was okay, but he looked like the game manager. A lot of his critics say he was. He wasn't making good throws downfield. I also think that some of the turnovers uh, came back to uh, cost them a lot. The Jason Witten fumble and the Zeke fumble uh, happened in key situations where if they had it, they probably could have scored, at least gotten field goals there. So I think uh, that was an issue. But overall, I don't think the Cowboys' offense played well at all. And they're going to have to do better if they want to compete for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I can agree. I don't think the offense played too well. And I think it is a product of playing a first real team in this season. And I think if we, these teams were to play later in the year, it'd be a little bit of a more exciting matchup. Although um, the passing game was a little sketchy. I think Dak did throw for like 250 yards, but nowhere near what he has been throwing in like earlier in the season, which again was against worse teams. Um, again, those those turnovers did come to cost them, especially like in the second and third quarter when they could have gotten out and to an early lead or extend their lead. And so, yeah, that really did come back to haunt them. And Amari Cooper getting taken away completely 
from Dak Prescott did Shut not up. turn out well. Yeah. And with Michael Gallup already as an inactive, that was tough. It, he really only had like Randall Cobb and Jason Witten. And so that really took away some of his options. And Zeke had an okay game, did have the fumble, but uh, the run game will always be like a good staple of the Dallas Cowboys. And so we should yeah. we tighten up the passing game. And the defense did play all right, uh, allowed no touchdowns. It's crazy that they lost on all field goals. But um, overall, a uh, disappointing game, but I think they can bounce back and will be stronger later Chill. on in the year under the GOAT, Kellen Moore. He will improve. It did look like flashbacks of Scott Linehan. I will say there were some questionable play calls, but he will improve later on in the year, and I have faith in him. Okay, so Jenna, just a question for you. Do you think it was kind of like a little case of the jitters since it was kind of first game against a good-ish team? Yeah, I wouldn't say jitters. It's not like he's a rookie, but it was – it was kind of like a more wake up uh, first, like I said, first game against a, a really good team this season or uh, like a contending team. They played kind of like warm up games weeks one through three. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say just jitters, but it was it was kind of a wake up game. I will say the play calling of Kellen Moore, I was not a fan of because I think when you have Dak as your QB, you want to mix in a few design runs and to keep the defense off balance. And it's not like a very formulaic system that they were running you know it was a run run a pass or a pass a run and then a run you know there was not a lot of trickery uh, not a lot not a lot of movement even just not a lot of green receivers across the field um so i think there could have been more variation in the offense okay so before the weekend i said that this game would come down it would be defensive slugfest and this game would come down to Dak Prescott not being able to make the plays and because he is a very limited quarterback. Well, if you are a quarterback in the NFL and you have the, on your team the best linebacking duo in the league, okay, you have an amazing offensive line and you have a, the best running back in the league, you should not lose by only scoring 10 points against a mediocre Saints defense. This Saints defense, you can get on, you can talk about how great they've been this season, but they have not been great. Coming into the game, they were ranked the bottom half in the league in nearly every category. And you saw, I personally thought that Kellen Moore compared to the old Cowboys offense, there were open receivers, which Dak was either just missing or not, or not willing to throw the ball to them. I think if you are a good quarterback in this league, even though Zeke did not play well, and lots of Dak fans are using that as Dak's excuse, Zeke did not play well. You should not need a superstar running back to go off with all your weapons around you in order to score more than 10 points in a football game. Dak Prescott, he was making, he was Dak and dunking, much like his first season in the league, making the short little six-yard comebacks, making the little drag routes. He, he was great on those throws. Obviously, missed the Randall Cobb throw, which unlike what Skip Bayless says, he did not put the ball for Randall Cobb to run in stride. But it was behind him. It was behind him. That was a huge play in the game. And here's a stat. There were two plays of more than 20 yards by the Dallas Cowboys. It was their tight ends 
played down the seam before the Zeke touchdown, and that desperation throw to set up the Hail Mary in, in late in the game. You saw that Dak Prescott could not make big throws. He needs everything to go right for his team to win. I, I did. I did not think he played poorly. I thought he played fairly average, which is what he is. And I think that you're going to see with the Cowboys in games where Zeke is neutralized, when Amari is absolutely shut down by Marshawn Lattimore, you, if people are going to claim you are a top 10 quarterback in this league, you need to make the throws to win the game. And Dak Prescott simply did not do that yesterday. I mean, I really have to say the Cowboys, they're looking like a hype machine this season. You saw their game against the Redskins only beat them by 10 points. And it was actually much closer than the score. The Redskins were in that game at the very end. And then they only beat the Dolphins by 25. I mean, that's, that's, that's just poor effort. They'll only beat them by 25. The Patriots beat them by like seven. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that beating a team by 25, regardless of who the team is, is a poor effort. And I would have to disagree with the uh, I would have to disagree with the Redskins because I did think that game was fairly over by the start. But yeah, playing easy teams is is not comparable to play against the New Orleans Saints. If you want to be competitive, you're going to have to make big plays against big teams. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Crunch Time Podcast. Signing off for now and saying goodbye, I'm Jack Ringgold.